<laughs> what a what a way to start off the episode. My cat currently has a case of the zoomies. <clears throat> but anyway, yeah, he just, as soon as I hit record, he just decided to jump all over the place. But anyway, welcome back to another Brutal Bits. Brutal Bits, the segment, the bonus episodes where I give reviews of the bullshit that I watched. So today's Brutal Bit is going to be a little bit different, kind of, sort of, not really. Um, but it's going to be, it's a review of a show that I've already seen a million times. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, the, obviously, if you couldn't tell by the title, I am reviewing the show, of course, named Metalocalypse. It is the cartoon, the animated adult cartoon um, from Adult Swim that ran in like the mid-2000s to like early 2010s. Yeah, I guess 2009 all that stuff. I don't know. I don't remember the year it came out, but it was a long time ago. I still remember I was in high school. So I'm um, definitely been a long, long, long time. And anyway, so yeah, so it ran and it follows the fictional death metal band named Death Clock. And in this world, in this fictional world, Death Clock is the biggest band to ever grace the presence of Earth. Um, and yeah, and they're the ultimate superstars. Everybody loves them. Everybody worships them. And every episode is just about how they handle fame, some shenanigans they get into, and everything like that. So it started off, the series started off as just a quick little episodes, but all 11 minutes each that would air um, kind of, you know, in between those blocks of like reruns and stuff that Adult Swim always, do, always does. And then eventually gained enough popularity that it ventured into an actual, you know, like 22 minute or 30 minute um, runtime on TV with commercials. So um, a hilarious show. If you're a huge metalhead, most metalheads have seen the cartoon and love the cartoon. Um, also, I just know some people that are casual fans of the show that aren't necessarily metalheads. Um, it's a it's a goofy cartoon. It's very bloody, very gory. Um, each episode showcases an, an actual song from the band Death Clock. Uh, the show was created by Brendan Small and Tommy Blancha. Um, and Brendan Small is the one that he voices most of the characters. He voices because the band is comprised of the members named Nathan Explosion, Nathan Explosion, lead vocals, Squizgar Squigelf, lead guitar, Toki Wartooth, rhythm guitar, William Murderface, who is the bassist, and Pickles the drummer. And... Brendan Small plays the, the singer, the, the lead guitarist, and the drummer, uh, Nathan, Pickles, and Squizgar, um, along with various other uh, voices, you know, throughout the cartoon as well. Um, the show has a phenomenal cast alone, just with uh, Brendan Small and Tommy Blancha. They do the heaviest of duties. But from episode one, Mark Hamill has always been part of the show. And kind of the subplot of Metalocalypse, other than following the band, um, there's this organization, this like military type organization, um, that is monitoring death clock and they're always tabbed. They always have tabs on death clock and they're always trying to come up with ways that they can like stop death clock or interfere with them and mess things up. So this kind of subplot boils over into a, a huge subplot, um, where it actually becomes part of the actual show because the show doesn't really have a structure from the beginning. Every episode is just different. The only constant is the band is getting into some hijinks and this group is trying to stop them. 
So it ends up turning into this mystical world, and there's a lot behind the scenes that's kind of a lot of uh, – there's a religious group called the Church of the Black Clock that ends up uh, kind of protecting Death Clock, and all of this is going into the series finale. Um, so, there, yeah, that's a lot of moving pieces. Um, spoiler alert, right? And Death Clock's uh, CFO, which is funny, his name is Charles Optinson, um, you know, CFO for short. He, he's the one that also is protecting Death Clock and always trying to get, you know, protect them and get the right things. So it's a really funny show. You guys should definitely watch it. Um, spoiler alert, obviously, because the, the Church of the Black Clock is revealed at the end of the series of what's really going on. And then that's where the series ends. It's four seasons and a and a 45-minute uh, special um, called, a, called a, the Doomstar Requiem, a clock opera. And that's where the show ends. Brendan Small and the fans have been trying to get a fifth season for years and years and years, but Adult Swim always trashes it. They always shoot them down. They always decline. And it really sucks because the show ends on such a big cliffhanger. So the, the plot of season four, uh, they, they record a new album, but Nathan Explosion doesn't like it, so he destroys the overall master copy of the recording of the album as it's about to get released. This upsets Pickles the drummer and then, of course, upsets the world because the economy crashes and they were so reliant on this new album. Again, fictional, like metal could really be that popular nowadays. So the whole economy crashes and everyone's pissed off at Death Clock and Nathan Explosion. They go underwater to record to re-record a new album and they have a new music producer and it's a female, which the band is not used to. And everyone kind of has feelings for them. And Pickles and Nathan agree that they'll stay away because they don't want to fight over a girl. Well, lo and behold, Nathan Explosion ends up going down on this chick. And that kind of pisses off the drummer, pisses off the band. And they break up. And they have, they only have one song left to record and they break up. And um, they ended up forgiving each other. And one of their, their rhythm guitarists, Toki Wartooth, ends up getting kidnapped. And that's where the season ended, with the rhythm guitarist getting kidnapped by a former member of the band. So then comes the Doomstar Requiem, the clock opera, and it's, it's, it's a musical that goes over how they tried to find Toki, which they do, and they rescue him, and this, this, and that. Well, then that even ends on a cliffhanger, because when they're trying to find Toki, William Murderface, the bassist, he accidentally bumps or he shakes hands with a fan and the fan is digging their their spiked gauntlet, their wristband into Murderface's forearm. And you can see it's starting to possess Murderface, but he quickly comes out of this trance. Well, at the end of the clock opera, William Murderface, while he's asleep, these black veins start running through his arm and they encase his whole body and his chest starts glowing. And then that's where the series finally ends. I think this was back in like 2014, 2015. Definitely a few years ago, um, five plus years ago, and then that's why Brendan Small, the fans, have been wanting to get a, a new season to go. Lo and behold, I talked about it a few episodes ago. I talked about how um, a Metalocalypse movie is finally coming. I imagine it would obviously pick up right where, um, you know, the Doomstar Requiem ends and, you know, kind of go from there. Not a lot of details have been released. It hasn't been announced if it's going to be like a like a full motion picture, like if it's going to be like an hour and a half to two hours long, um, if it's just going to be like a 45-minute special like the Doomstar Requiem, 
which I'm hoping it's not. I hope it's an actual full-length film because um, that's what I think is really needed to finish the story because it has a lot of loose ends. So I love this show. It, it, the show means a lot to me. I'm very excited for the movie, which I've already mentioned before, so I won't bother repeating myself. Uh, but going back to the overall show itself in my review, um, if you couldn't tell by now, I give it a, an amazing 10 out of 10 uh, guitar picks, right? Let's keep the theme going. 10 out of 10. Again, I, I everything so far that I've put out with reviews has been positive. So, so yeah, 10 out of 10. Um, just everything about the show, the animation. The animation was very different from a lot of the stuff that you saw on Adult Swim at the time. It was very graphic and gory. They definitely spent a lot of time animating the de- excuse me, the deaths and a lot of the just random things that goes on in the background. Um, it, it stayed true to its roots, being a metal-based you know comedy. It has a lot of cameos from actual metal stars, um, Kirk Hammett from Metallica, James Hetfield from Metallica, King Diamond, um, one of my all-time favorite singers. King Diamond is in several episodes. You got Ace Freely, the original guitarist from Kiss. He makes appearances. Then you have full-on bands like Mastodon, um, Immortal. Uh, who else? Who else? Uh, not not Exhumed. Uh, Faith No More, Mike Patton. He was in a, a couple episodes. And it just the amount of talent that they brought in. Jack Black. Uh, and off, oh, duh, how can I forget? The main protagonist is this uh, guy named, the, his li- name is literally the man with the silver face. And the lead singer of Cannibal Corpse, George Corpse Grinder Fisher, plays his voice throughout the entire series. So that's that's awesome to me because I love Cannibal Corpse, obviously. So um, just the amount of cameos and guest stars that they got on the show was awesome, all metal-based. Um, as the show progressed, they got other additional cast members in uh, Malcolm McDonald and um, Malcolm McDowell, excuse me, Malcolm McDowell and her and Warner Herzog, a famous German actor. Um, they have a bunch of just, oh, it's just so good. And then the acting, and then just as the show goes, as the show goes across the four seasons, it gets better and better. Plus two, the music that Brendan Small writes. Brendan Small wrote all the music for the cartoon and for the clock opera, the, the Doomstar Requiem. And every time it was kind of cool because at the time it was coinciding. So season one came out on DVD. So did the first death album because they do actually put out music. The songs you hear in the show are available to stream and buy and everything like that. So you had all of season one, the death album one, all of season two, the death album two, and then all of season three with some of season four, the death album three comes out. And so that was another thing. And so when Brendan Small used that again as leverage to say, like, well, I have so much new material to put out for Death Clock, you know, for a Death Album 4. I want to do that. And Adult Swim just didn't care. So Brendan Small on his own released under his own name something called Galacticon. He released an album that's essentially the Death Album 4, touched with his own kind of uh, stuff to it as well. Uh, Different like his solo stuff. Um, it was pretty decent. Um, it, it's not anything that I went back and listened to a lot, but um, but yeah, Brendan Small is just a genius. He is definitely one of the most underrated guitar players and underrated musicians in general in the world. Um, when I first discovered, you know, when I first watched the cartoon, you know, I was like, okay, yeah, this is cool. It's about a metal band, haha. 
But when I did all the, like, you know, research and, you know, following the show and whatnot and the fact that Brendan Small does all the music, it's like, what the fuck? It's so crazy. And it just makes me respect him so much more because he's doing all of that. And so many little metal, metal uh, kind of Easter eggs in the show, too, and little metal references like uh, you have the burger joint they go to, uh, Burzum's. You also have another burger joint uh, called Demu Burger, which is, of course, play, you know, on the band. Um, you know, that you just have so many things. You have like a Malevolent Creation Rehabilitation Center, which Malevolent Creation is a band. And just things going on and on and on, things like that. Um, oh, just a phenomenal show. I can't stress that enough. I, I love it. And I started rewatching it specifically now because I'm still super excited for the, you know, for the new movie. All the season, all the episodes are available on HBO Max. Um, I, I rewatched them all. I finished them all within a week. Um, again, because plus two, they're super short. So it doesn't really take a lot of effort to really watch them all. Um, just watched it nonstop back to back to back. And it's so good. Even my little cat, I took a cute picture. Um, my cat was watching. He had gotten entertained with it. I think with the flashing lights and whatnot and the violence. Um, so it, it's got everything for everybody. You know, it, it's funny. If you like metal music, it has heavy fucking metal. Um, if you just like weird cartoons, it's definitely weird. Um, but it, it has something for everybody, in my opinion. And I'm, I'm just I recommend it to everybody. And just as a metalhead, seeing something that represents metal especially, you know, being in high school as a kid, I was just like, fuck, yeah, like this show meant the world to me. I lived and breathed Death Clock. Still to this day, I live and breathe Death Clock. I can quote a majority of the cartoon. And every time I rewatch it, everything stays fresh in my mind. And Leslie gets all, oh, God damn it. Here we go again. So yeah, uh, that's pretty much it <laughs> on, on the Metalocalypse. Um, go check it out. You'll love it. You'll love it. But yeah, so that's going to go ahead and wrap it up for this uh, Brutal Bits rendition or this segment of Brutal Bits. We have a full-length episode coming out soon. We also have another Brutal Bits coming out of the movie Army of the Dead. Have some opinions on that one. So stay tuned for that. Thank you guys for listening. Always, you know, as always, share, like, listen, blah, 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 promote it. Thank you guys so much. Love you guys. See you next time.